Welcome to the Living Word Assemblies of God Toronto podcast. As the Bible says in Hebrews 4.12, the Word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to the dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Yes, it is the complete human experience. So relax and re-energize yourself with this powerful word. You have to have a dream that is bigger than you that will cause you to only trust God to do it. 40 days of community. We are learning to know how we can love each other better because we are better together. We cannot do it alone. So we are deepening our, our love work with one another, with each other. We are better together. We can serve better together. We can love better together. We can give better together. So today we talk about generosity. So look at, pick up your bulletin if you have it, uh, the, your, your message book. I'll take you through smoothly and briefly and then... We'll look at what we, we need to do, okay? So living a generous life, and this part has to do, this part has to do with, the, with, the, with, with one of the reasons why God has brought the church here, and that is for us to fellowship. Okay, let's bow our heads and pray. Father, we thank you. Ancient word ever true. Ancient word ever true. We pray that, Lord, you will speak to us. We pray that, Lord God, you will visit us this morning. Lord, let your word make an, an everlasting impression upon our hearts. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. You know, when the word generosity is mentioned, and as we are going to look to see today, most of us, our mind straight away moves onto money. You know, yeah, money. Cash. That's where our focus and attention goes to. But it's very very interesting that you look at the translation of the word fellowship. Okay, the word fellowship means in both the Greek and the Hebrew means to be in a community. It means to be a participant, to be in participation of something. So, generous, to be generous, to be a generous person is not just to give out money, but to, to put yourself into something to make it work. All right? So, it, it's not just being part of a community. As uh, Philippians chapter 2, verse 1 reveals, or participating actively in something, or contributing to something, but but it also means being generous. So it's all this part. So listen very carefully. So gen- generosity is like a, a one big word that we can use to relate. The total understanding of that is the word stewardship. In other words, we are stewards of everything that God has given to us. Now until we bring ourselves to that position of recognizing that God is our source and we are just the, 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 the carriers, okay, the servants, the stewards of everything is given to us will be limited as to how high 
and how far we can go. Okay, so what are some of the things that you have as a person? You have your life. God has given you your life. So you have to be very generous with your life. You have to participate in everything that is happening with your life as a person. You have to understand that you are, you are also a steward of your time, of, of the talent that God is giving to you, of the spiritual gifts that God has given to you, and then again of the treasure, of the value, of the valuables that God is giving to you, the money that God blesses you, of the wealth that God blesses you. You have to be a good steward of all those things. That's not the only thing. But one of the things we don't see very well is that we also have to be very generous with the affection that God has given to us. We have to be very generous with, 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 the, with, with the attention that we have and can give to people. We also have to be generous. We don't look at these things very well, but be general with our praise. You know, there are some people, they are not general with their praise. The only thing they see about people is the negative thing. So they just condemn. But you as a person, as a generous person who is participating, who is contributing in what God is doing, you have to be very general with your praise. You have to be very generous with your gratitude, with your thankfulness. You should be able to say thank you to somebody and to God. You know, all these things are things that God has blessed us with. So we can use it to contribute, to be part of the fellowship that God has blessed us with. How many of you believe you have something that you can contribute to the fellowship with? Lift up your right hand. Let me see. Good. So look at your neighbor and tell him, look, 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 look. Praise me. Sometimes praise me. Look at your neighbor. Amen? And all these things are, are in the scriptures, okay? So, you pick up your bulletin. So, let me go straight into it and let us know why should you be generous? Okay, why should we be generous? Why? What should be the reason? Because, see, if we don't understand the why, we'll find it very difficult to even live it out. So, why should we be generous? The first point is that generosity creates community. Okay, generosity, when we are generous, we create a community. Because when people do something, and you can learn to forgive them. Because you, you are very generous with your affection. So if somebody hurts your affection, you will hold on. Because you are a generous person, you will let go. Okay, so you are giving, and, and it is general, you are generous with your affection. So when people hurt you, you don't hold on to death do you part. You know, then you are not generous. <laughs> I, you know, this morning, I want you to know that generosity is not just about money. Even though we need the money, you have to be generous with money too. Okay, but it's very interesting that people who are not generous with money are likely also not to be generous with all the other things. Okay, you will get it after we are done service. Look at the scripture. 2 Corinthians 9, 11 to 12, the Bible says, Your generosity not only provides for the needs of God's people, but also produces prayers of thanksgiving to God. That's awesome. That's part of the family. You know, that's the fellowship. We like that one. The person is generous with his sneezing. And some of you don't know, but it is an act of generosity because you are Telling God that I'm grateful. No, that, that is why that is why for most of us, anytime you hint and then you say bless you, 
So why do you say blessing? I'm being generous with God. That's a very good illustration. Even I didn't think about that. <laughs> you know, sometimes in life, things happen. And if you're not very careful, it depends on what you are made out of. You either be offended or interpret it differently. But we are a family. Can I hear amen? Yeah, we are, we are one people. We are one body. And so when somebody is going through something, we can turn it around for our good. Look at your neighbor and tell him, I need you. <laughs> are you happy you are in the house? Yeah. yeah. Hey, this is church, so you have to make it interesting. Yeah, I wanted to speak French, but I won't go there. Look at it. The Bible says your heart will be wherever your treasure is. So the treasure here is not also just talking about money. Wherever your treasure is, that's where your heart will be. So if you are part of this family and you are, do, you are involved in serving, you are involved in ministry, you are involved in doing something here in this church, your heart will be here. You see, it's not just your money. So don't, don't just look at generosity as giving money, just throwing money to us and say, okay, get it and go and do it. No, but find something and do it. It was very interesting because in Living Word, we couldn't get to where we are without the, the various ministries that we have. People have been very generous. A typical example was when we planned to go on the retreat. We're talking about, you know, the transportation ministry. And then one of them, the transportation ministry, they have, you know, they are working so well. They, they, have, they are exhibiting their gift. There are some of the transportation ministers who are long journey drivers. There are some who are short journey drivers. Some who are also both. And then they, you know, they work together. So they said, okay, if the board is going to retreat, we will drive you there. So one of them drove us there all the way yesterday, brought the bus, and then came this morning, took us and brought us back. You see, it, this is service. This is ministry. See, everybody has his own. So we all play our part, and then, and then the work progresses. And I can, I can really imagine like the choir, like the instrumentalists, okay, like the videographers. Like when we got in here, people have set up the tables for the, for the fair. It's, it's awesome. Like everybody is playing his part. So we are one body, but different parts. And that is the reason why, you know, we love this church because everybody is doing something. So look at your neighbor and tell him, are you doing something? Amen? Amen? All right, so... So after asking him, just thank him and say, Pastor says, I should thank you for whatever you are doing. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Thank you. You know, there are some people, their contribution is dancing. And anytime you come to church, you know, you see some people dance and everybody is excited. So there are some people, when you come to church and you don't see them dance, you know they didn't come to church. So at least when you go home, you can call them and say, ah. Why? I didn't see you on the floor. You know, so it's, it's a community. So don't forget, we are building a community. The Bible says the community of believers shared everything in common. They shared everything in common. Okay, they shared their food. They shared their time. They shared their talent. They shared their giftings. They shared their affections. Like now we are mourning. All of us are in time of mourning. And I'm really, really grateful to God for what you are doing. You are sharing with those who are mourning. We are mourning with those you know, who are mourning. And we are, you know, we are doing it so, so graciously that sometimes people are amazed by the love that exists here. And that is who we are. 
We are here to love. We are here to live. We are here to reach the world. And that's, that's all that we want to see manifested in our life. So thank you very much. First thing is that it creates community. That's not the only thing. But the second thing is that any time we become very generous, it defeats materialism. Okay? We are living in a world that, that tells us that, no, we have to just grab for ourselves. Just get things for ourselves. Just, just focus on you and you and you. And it has to be just me, 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 and no other body else. And seriously, it, without Christ and without the right understanding, all of us naturally, if they leave us in our natural habitat, all of us will just turn out to be selfish. Because see, when, you, when, when, we, when we take a group picture and then you ask the photographer, please, Mike, where's the, where's the photograph? The photograph, and then the, Mike gives it to you. The first person you'll be looking for in that group picture of, say, about a thousand people is you. And if you don't see you, you're you, then the only thing you say is that the picture is not even nice. No. But the moment you see yourself and you see your hairstyle, say, oh. The picture is nice, Papa. <laughs> that, is not, that is not sin. That is you. <laughs> and that is why we have to work hard to overcome it. And we need a community to help us do that. So anytime you give, it defeats materialism. The Bible says you cannot serve both God and money. You have to make your mind to do something. Let's move on quickly. The third thing is that it strengthens my faith. You know, anytime you become generous, your faith is strengthened. Your faith is strengthened. You grow in your faith. Sometimes God challenges you with a few things. Okay, you don't have the thing. And then no, you, the need comes for you to give it. Once you are stretched, you grow in your faith. So look at the scripture. The Bible says, your giving proves the reality of your faith. It proves it. So when you are generous with your affection, and it doesn't mean you are a fool. Like people will treat you, and you are generous with your affection in the way that Christ tells you, because you pray the Lord's Prayer, and the Bible says that, forgive, uh, forgive us our trespasses, or forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who trespass against us. That is an act of generosity. You are, you are practicing what God has is, is told you to do. So you are giving of your heart to the person. You are releasing the person. So look at it carefully. You are giving proofs the reality of your faith. The Bible says, whoever sows sparingly will reap sparingly. And whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Now, it can apply to money and it can apply to every aspect of your life. If you sow generously, if you sow affection generously, people will also show affection generously to you. Okay, if you, if you show attention generously to people, they'll also do the same thing. Are you getting the point? In the same way, if you give out your talent also generously, God will also re- reward you generously. So this, this morning, as part of our service, I want to see some of you go out there and then give up your talent. Give your, 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 your time. Give your talent. Give it out generously. And I promise you, it, is not, it will not just, just help you come out of materialism or not, also help you to, to just make sure that you are pleasing him. It will also increase your faith. Okay? And it will help you to grow as a child of God. So it's very, very significant. 
God is able to make it up to you. He's able to do it by giving you everything you need and plenty left over to give joyfully to others. That is God's desire. He gives it to you. He's able to give it to you. And the fundamental reason why God gives you anything and everything is not for you, but it's for others. I haven't really seen a doctor who says, I'm a doctor and I'm not going to treat any patient because I'm a doctor. I will treat myself alone. So doctor will be treating himself and not go anywhere. It's not natural. Like a nurse who say, I'm a nurse. I'm, I mean, I am too. My, 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 my average was 4.0. So I will use it on myself. I don't, I won't use my nursing practice on anybody. You know, it's, it's not. So the gift that God gives, they are for the benefit of all. And that is why the more you use it, the more God blesses you. Look at your neighbor and say, you are going to use it. Make a person and say, I'm going to use it. Amen. The fourth thing is that it is an investment for eternity. <laughs> it is an investment for eternity. Friends, whatever you are doing on this earth, before you can make withdrawals in the bank of heaven, you have to make an investment. So what are you investing? Some of you are squandering all the money here on this earth. <laughs> Look at your neighbor and tell you, make an investment in heaven. It is an investment for eternity. It's not just for heaven, but for eternity. Look at the scripture, Luke chapter 16 verse 9. The Bible says, use your worldly resources to benefit others. In this way, your generosity stores up a reward for you in heaven. Look at it carefully. It says, use your worldly resources, okay, to benefit others. Your talent, your spiritual gifts, your affections, your praise, your gratitude, your life. Whatever God gives you, use it for the benefit of others. Why? Not because of the person, but because of your own good. Because you are investing in eternity. One day, you will meet a person on, in heaven on the street of gold and you will lift up your right hand and give him a high five and say, ah, if I would known this part, you should have told me I would have done more. <laughs> and then the person will say, oh, don't worry, at least we are here. <laughs> Investment in eternity. The Bible says, tell the rich to use their money to do good. Giving happily to those in need. Always being ready to share with others whatever God has given to them. Note, whatever God has given to them. By doing this, they will be storing up real treasure for themselves in heaven. There is treasure and there is real treasure. The Bible says they will be storing real treasure for themselves. I pray that you will restore real treasure for yourselves. Can I hear amen? amen? Listen carefully. The only safe investment for eternity. That is the only safe investment for eternity. The Bible says, and they will be living a fruitful Christian life down here as well. Now, I want you to get both. You know, I know there are some Christians who are so heavenly minded that they are so earthly unwanted. I'm just trying to find the vocabulary. All right? But God says when you invest in eternity in that way, God will bless you in eternity. But before you get there, he will make you at least practice here on this earth. At least you have some rehearsal before you go there. 
You know, if you have some gold around your, your neck, like the, the ladies, when you go there and you're walking on the street of gold, you wouldn't be surprised. Because you look at your neck and look at the floor and you walk well. Yeah, I see. <laughs> look, at, look at the last one. It blesses me in return. When you become generous with your time, with your talent, with your affection, with your treasure, it blesses you in return. So you will be blessed. God will not leave you like that. People may not understand you, but listen, you will be blessed. It says, give generously and do so without a grudging heart. Give it. Don't, you know, then because of this, the Lord your God will bless you in all your work and in everything you put your hands to do. So we are asking you to give your time. Offer your heart. Offer your service. Do it without murmuring. Do it without complaining. Do it without make because the moment you do it takes away the blessings. And takes away blessings. So when you do then the blessing is moving. Okay. So do it cheerfully. Because anytime you do it, you are serving. And like, like the way I'm preaching, I'm smiling. I'm saying, some of you are very excited. Yeah, I'm investing in heaven. <laughs> Can I hear amen? amen. Alright, so I want you, I want you, we want to give you the opportunity to also invest in heaven. Okay, invest in heaven. Right after here, please make sure you go out there and then sign up because God will do it for you. Can I hear amen? amen. Number six, it produces happiness. It produces happiness. Okay. Take your time. It produces happiness. Then number seven, it makes me, and this is the part I like, it makes me more like God. You see, when you are a generous person, you are like God. It makes you more like God. And, and we are God's children, so we carry God's DNA. And one of the DNA of our father is generosity. He's so generous that all the things in life that if God hadn't given them to us for free would have been very expensive and difficult for us to get. God, in his infinite wisdom, is giving them to us for free. Can you imagine if we were to buy the air we breathe? Like the way we, we buy gas into our, our cars. Eh? When you fill your tank, how much? How long does it take you? Three days maximum. One week for some of you. Some of you, your, your, your fuel consumption is very good. So you know, the fuel consumption determines the car you buy. Because you look at the, 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 what do you call it? The capacity, the engine capacity. Are you getting the point? Yeah. Very important for us to really wake up and begin to make sure that we are investing in what we are doing. It makes us more like God. God has given us the air we breathe. He's giving us, look at the food. He's giving us organic. Eh, we just travel and then we make it disorganic. But God has blessed us with organic food. You know, he's blessed us with everything. Yeah. God is good. So, so the reason we want you to serve is not because of living well. It's not because of Pastor Isaac. It's not because of the Dickens. It's not because of the Christers. No, but it's because you stand to benefit. It's for your own good. So take advantage and then jump on board. So how can you do it? We want to admonish you four quick things. We want you to do it thoughtfully. Okay, do it thoughtfully. 
want you to do it with excitement, enthusiastically do it with joy. Okay, want you to do it, do it with that way. Do it that way, do it. But do it thoughtfully, think through it. Do it enthusiastically, do it voluntarily. And then we want to admonish you to do it cheerfully. Okay, do it cheerfully. So those are the ones. So how can I practice generosity? This is the way we want you to practice it. Do it thoughtfully. Make sure that you think through it very well. Look at the reasons why you need to take this step. And then do it. And then don't do it grudgingly. So do it with joy, with excitement. Do it like you believe in what God is asking you to do. Okay, do it with all your heart. Do it joyfully. Okay, so do it in your strength areas. And one of the things that we are going to do, uh, this one we wanted to do, but we, we wouldn't do, we are doing it for all the leaders. We will, we will help you identify your spiritual gifts so you can function in your area of giftedness. So that if you are, if you are the eye, we won't make you like the, the leg. You will, you will die. Okay, so we want to make sure that we find your gift and then place you at your area of giftedness. So do, this is the way we want you to do it. Practice it thoughtfully. Practice it enthusiastically. Practice it voluntarily and practice it cheerfully wherever you are. So whatever you are giving, if you are giving your affection, giving your praise, giving your time, giving your talent, okay, giving your money, whatever you are giving, giving your life, whatever you are giving, give it this way so that you will be blessed. Can I hear amen? Shall we bow our heads and pray? Two simple prayers we want to pray. We don't want to end our service without giving people opportunity to reaffirm very well whether they have a relationship with Christ. If you are here, you are not born again. You can become born again. Okay, for all that we've, we've said, maybe you, you are making investment, but the investment is not towards eternity. You can ask God today to forgive you, to come into your heart, to be your Lord and be your master. A simple prayer. You can pray it and say, Lord, I hand over my life to you. Come into my heart. Be my Lord. Be my master. From this day forward, help me serve you the way you want me to do it. I give my life to you. Pray that simple prayer. God will hear. God will save you. God will set you free. God will set you free. God will set you free. Let me give you some few minutes. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you and bless you. The second group of people is we are Christians. We are doing everything we can. We are doing our best. But we haven't really, but we know that we haven't been doing the best that we can or that we must do. I want to give you the opportunity to rededicate your life to God and especially for today. Ask God to direct you as to which area he has gifted you to serve within the local church. Within the local church. Okay, you can serve outside, can do other things outside, but within the local church to help advance the cause of Christ through living word. Lift up your voice and just talk to God this morning. Or this after this, yeah, this morning. Talk to God. Ask him to do it. Lift up, let's lift up our voice and pray. And ask God Almighty to help us do it in Jesus' mighty name. We thank you. We bless you. We worship and honor you for your faithfulness. Your faithfulness towards us in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you for your time. 
We pray that this message will continue to be a blessing in your life. Please visit us at livingwordag.org or whenever you are in the greater Toronto area, Ontario, Canada. This podcast is made possible through your generous donations. God bless you and keep you. Join us again soon.